Father, we thank you for today, God. We thank you for every hearing ear, Father God. Father, we thank you for your blood, your power, your anointing that breaks the yoke, Father God. We thank you that you are the living water, God. You are, you are the leader of our soul, Father God. You are our good shepherd, Holy Spirit. Guide us into all truth. Deliver us from evil. Set, Father, exalt us. Father God, we will not exalt ourselves, our ways. Father God, we will lead. We will be led and you will lead us all the way to righteousness, God, on the, on the clear path, O oh God. Father, we humble ourselves under your mighty hand, O oh God. Father, we ask you, Lord, to speak to us today, to deliver us, to strengthen us, to heal us, to give us eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, O oh God. Father God, let our ways please you, God. Let our ways be ever before you, God. Let, they, let them be righteous, God. Let the fruits of the Spirit abound in us and around us, God, that all those that come among us can eat from the garden of heaven, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray for a mighty miracle and transformation, God, in our lives and all around us. We thank you, Father God. The kingdom of God is not by observation, but the kingdom of God is power. In Jesus' mighty name. The cross is power in Jesus' mighty name. The blood of Jesus is power in the mighty name of Jesus. Our lives have power in the mighty name of Jesus. We walk in power in the mighty name of Jesus. The kingdom of God is not word only, but in power. This message is called Figs and Thistles. Matthew 7, 1 through 24, I'm going to be reading. Judge not, lest you be judged. For the same judgment you judge, it shall be ju you shall be judged. What measure you meet shall be measured to you again. God is saying what we expect of others, we better be doing ourselves. What we want of others, we better be doing it ourselves. What we ask of others, let us be doing it ourselves. And behold, not the mote in your brother's eye, considerest not the beam in thine own eye. How will you say to your brother, let, let me pull out the mote out of my eye, and behold, the beam in your own eye. And then God says, thy hypocrite, first cast the beam out of thy own eye, and then I shall see clearly to cast the mote out of thy brother's eye. Give not which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast your pearls before a swine unless they trample on them under their feet and turn and rend to you again. Ask and it shall be given to you. We have the keys to the kingdom. Whatsoever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Whatsoever we bind on earth shall... We have the power and the authority of Jesus Christ. Whatever we seek, we shall find it. When we knock, it shall be opened up unto us. For everyone that asks shall receive, and everyone that seeks shall find. And him that knocks, it shall be open. For what, a man, what man is there whom the Son asks for bread, he will give him a stone. If he asks for fish, he will give him a serpent. Another, he asks for the things that will nourish his body, the things that will feed him. He will not give him evil things. He will not give him poisonous things. He will not give him things that are bad. He will not give him evil things. The serpent represents the evil. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more will your Father 
in heaven give you good things to him that ask. Therefore, all things whatsoever you would that men shall do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law of the prophets. Enter ye in the straight gate. Wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there find and go that way. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leads to life. We know the only door is Jesus. The only bread is life. His bread is life, and that's the only bread for us to eat. And he says, straight leads to life, and few there that find it. Beware of false prophets, false brethren, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravaging wolves. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes and thorns and and or figs, or thistles. Do men gather grapes? Or they, do they gra- gather thistles? Do they gather figs? Or do they gather thistles? Do they gather fruits or thorns? God ga- gathers fruits. So even so, every tree that brings forth good fruit, okay, you shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes? And even every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but every corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree is known by the fruit and not and, and every tree is not known by the fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire that doesn't have fruit, good fruit. Wherefore their fruits they shall be known, or we will know them, or you shall be known by your fruits. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that does the will of the Father in heaven. He that does the will of the Father in heaven. Many will say, Lord, Lord, we've done this and this and that and that and prophesied and done this and cast out evil things and done marvelous works. You say, I profess to you, I never knew them. Depart from me, you who work in the... You who have no fruit, is what he's saying. You that have bad fruit. Therefore, whatsoever heareth these Sayings of mine and do with them is like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. So the fruits. And we know and we'll begin to see that we cannot bear fruits of our own. Our fruits come from Jesus. And our fruits come automatically by abiding in Him. And our fruits, see there's fruits of the Spirit and God is Spirit. And then there's fruits of the Kingdom of God. The fruits of the Kingdom of God are our ministry in Brazil, right here, is sitting among us. Um, the things that we do, the orphanages, the, peop- the, the things that we, uh, the, the poor that we feed. But then there's fruits that manifest out of our, our spiritual man. And we're going to be focusing more on those fruits today. There are fruits of, that, um, that must remain. 
fruit must remain. And the only way to bear fruit, the only way Jesus had these fruits of the kingdom that are actually us, he had to die. See, the Bible says, Jesus even said, first the seed must die and fall into the ground to produce life, to produce fruit. The fruit is the life of the vine. The fruit is the, is the essence of the, crea- the Creator. The fruit is the evidence of the tree. The fruit is the man- manifestation of the Spirit. The fruit is what shows the context we are. Many people claim I'm a Christian. Many people say I'm this. And many people say, but we only know by the fruit. And that's what Jesus was saying about the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the people of his time and day was by the fruit you'll know them. They quoted scriptures all the time, but did they have the fruit? God is very high thinking, of, very high minded now about bearing the fruits. Matthew 13, 1 through 20. Let's see the scriptures that he gave, given me today. For this day when Jesus went out of the house and he sat by the seaside and a great multitude were gathered together and he sat in the ship in the hole and he spoke to them things in parables saying the sower went out to sow and he went forth to sow and he sowed some seed and some seed fell on the wayside and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up and some fell in stony places, hard places, hard. Many seeds were sown on hard ground. But see, the Holy Spirit can break up that hard ground. So it went out to sow and he sowed, and they fell on hard ground, and the fowls of the air devoured them up. And some fell on stony places, and when the earth, and, and then they sprung up, and before they had no deepness of the earth, they didn't allow the word to go deep in them. The word is this, we'll see in a minute, it's, it's allowing the word, we must allow his word to go deep, deep inside of us. So there was no deepness, and, and the sun came up and scorched it, and because it had no root, it withered it away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and brought forth thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold, uh, and a hundredfold, and sixty and thirtyfold. And those that have ears to hear, hear. Jesus was saying this to his disciples. And the disciples came and said to him, Why you speak this in parables? And he said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But unto them it is not given. For whatsoever has to him shall be given, and what he shall have in more abundance. But whatsoever he has not from him also it shall be taken away from him. Therefore speak to them, I speak to them in parables, seeing they see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And to them it is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, saying, By hearing you shall hear, and, by, and you shall not understand, and seeing you shall see, but you shall not perceive. They, Jesus, was the Son of God, but they did not see Him, and they did not receive the fruits of the Father through Him. Because they did not see Him or hear Him, they did not know Him. Although they, they thought they knew Him, but they said they knew the letter, but they, the letter did not know Him. 
the the letter they they knew the the logos but they didn't know the spirit because if they would have known the letter really they would have known the spirit because Jesus is the word and the word became flesh and the word dwelt among us and those that followed Jesus, even some of the, the Pharisees and Sadducees perceived that he was the Son of God. But because of the religion, because of the, of, 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 of the confrontation, because of the people around him, they didn't even want to follow Jesus. And that's what people do in religion today. They'd rather be popular. They'd rather be in the big mega places and they'd rather than really follow Jesus. They really don't want to lose their position in culture and in their jobs and in, 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 in places, so they deny Him. And that's what the, all the Pharisees ended up doing. And He says, And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of it. They shall see and not perceive. For this people's hearts have waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing. Their ears are dull of hearing because their heart became numb. Their, their eyes were closed, lest at any time they shall see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and they should understand with their heart, and they shall be converted. Only Jesus converts us. And then what? I will heal them. Conversion must come before the healing. Everybody says, God, heal me, but they don't convert. God, heal me, but they don't repent. God, heal me, but I don't want to hear your words. I just want your, your gift. I just want your miracles. I just want you, but I want it on my own terms. But he's saying, be thou converted and I will heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say, and many prophets and righteous men have desired to see and hear the things that you hear and see. But they could not. And have not seen them, and those things which you hear, and have not heard them. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower, when one hears the word of the kingdom of God, and understand that he... Here comes the wicked one. The word of God that we're hearing today, the wicked one will come and try to steal it from your heart, your mind, and from you to following and obeying it. This is what happens all the time. The living word continuously coming, and the one that comes to steal it will keep trying to continue to come. He'll catch away that which is sown in his heart. This is he that receives seed by the wayside. But when... He that receives seed in stony places, the same as he that hear, heareth the word, and with joy he receives it. Many people come, oh yeah, I say a prayer, love, follow, oh, I'm going to heaven. This is great news, the good news, you know, the good news. Tell you what, the good news turns into bad news if you don't continue to follow his word and him. That's just how it is. It's good news because he made a way where there, there is no way. He opened up the Red Sea for us and he delivered us and he changed us from death to life. But he, we need to follow his word. We need to eat him daily. We need to die daily. We need to pick up our cross every day. He that receives seed among the thorns is he that hears the word, but the cares of this world, 
the cares of our own life, our own, our own desires, are the things that, that choke out the Word of God, the deceitfulness of our own ambitions and uh, the things of this world, the, 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 the positions of this world, the riches of this world, come and choke out the Word, the seed. The Word is the seed, the Word of God. Choke out the word and you become, here's what I want, this is the one out of this whole parable. You become unfruitful. Unfruitful because the things around us, the cares around us, life that we want to hold on to begins to take and we have no, no root in us of fruits of God because other things become God. Because the cares of this life choke out the cares of our own ambitions, our own wants, our own desires be become more important that they choke out the cares of the kingdom of God. And he says right here, and they become unfruitful. But he that receives seed in good ground heareth the word, understands the word, does the word, follows the word, and bears the fruit of the word. It says it right here. And bears the fruit... And brings forth some a hundred, some seed. He's not saying you have to be one of those that totally, but you got, you're bearing the fruit of the Word of God. Because you must hear the Word first. You must plant the Word second. God must continue to water the Word. And God gives the increase. So it's not you striving to manifest the Word. It's you abiding in the Word, which is Jesus Christ Himself. And as you abide in Him and His Word abides in you, you bear much fruit. And that fruit will remain. But if you let the enemy come and continue to sow Bad seed in your heart, in your mind, in your body, in your ways. Those, and you let those be planted more and you water those seeds. It'll choke out the good seed. It'll become more important than the Word of God. You'll become more important than the Word of God. And everything around you, there'll be no fruit. And then when there's no fruit in you, then the fruits of the kingdom of God, uh, souls, deliverance, healing, because it's all about you, will begin to dry up. And you'll become be, be a, more of a tree of a thorn and a thistle than a beautiful harvesting garden that God wants. And we're all caught in that middle. We all got some thorns and we all got some fruits. But don't let your, thorn, your thorns push people away for the fruit that, you, that God has wanting to manifest in our life. And the seed must die and fall into the ground to produce any fruit. And that's us. We are, he became the first seed of many brethren. He said that I must be planted in the ground and when I resurrected into new life. Anyone in Christ is a new creation. Old things pass away, all things become new. Corinthians 5, 17. And he said to be dead in Christ is to, to die with Christ, is to live with Christ. To, to, we are actually seated with him in heaven. When our, but when our flesh is not dead, where are we seated? We're sitting at the table of devils. Because the flesh profit us nothing. And this is a really interesting part about this. In another parable he sent forth saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in the field. But while men, 
why we sleep, why we don't pray, why we don't fast, why we just take it easy. What they're doing in carnality Christianity land right now, it's not about spiritual things. It's all about natural things to them and, and social love and not the kingdom love and the false fruits that the man-pleasing fruits that don't manifest the kingdom of God, then there's fall asleep. And he says, <clears throat> and go see it among, and as men slept, the enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat, and he went his way. But when the blades sprung up and forth, and then the tares appeared, so the servants of the householder came and said, Sir, how did these so good seed in the field? From when are these tares? And he said unto him, An enemy has done this. Thy servants said unto him, Well, thou go and gather them up. An enemy has done this. Who is the enemy? The devil. Where does our fruits come out of our hearts and our spirit, man? Who sows those bad seeds is the devil. So what happens when we get tired, when we sleep, when we stop plucking them out, when we stop tilling the garden, when we stop watering the garden with the, with, with the water of the washing of the Word, when we stop watering our minds with what is true and start watering and with poison or whatever the, the devil and his seeds, because his seed, water with the blood of Jesus, devil's seeds ain't going to grow in no blood, not the blood of Jesus. This is what happens with the gifts of God. This is what happens when ministries go bad because they have the, the gifts and the callings are out of repentance. We must live daily in repentance, in humility, and in love. And God showed me about Jeremiah 24. The Lord showed me, and it goes on about a dream that he had. And, and this is what God showed him in a dream in uh, verse 2. One basket had very, very good figs, even like the figs that were first ripe. And in the other basket were the naughty figs, which could not be eaten. God wants the world to eat the fruits of the Spirit that manifests in us. And, 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 and if that doesn't happen, that, that's no matter where Jesus went. See, the whole revelation about Mary... And telling Jesus and Jesus in the six water pots, there were six water pots. Six is a is the number of man. They were empty. The new covenant had to come because man was empty, and God wanted to fill him with his with his spirit, which is the water. And the water turns into wine, means the spirit will bring forth the fruit of the vine, which is the wine. And that's what God's that whole representation of the marriage supper of the Lamb was for us to produce the fruits of the spirit that we that we have the 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 the, the the grape juice of, of Christ. Christ is, He is the vine. We are the branch. It's His fruit that bear out of Him. We are the branch. We are not the vine. So all we need to do is con stay connected, abiding. Our job is not striving for fruit. Our job is to abide, to pray, to love, to do those things. It's so hard to do those things when we decide to abide alone. Apart from what? His Word. He is the Word. The vine is the Word. And the branch is us. When we break ourselves apart from the world, when we cast our thoughts and our imaginations, everything, exalt them above His Word, we are disconnected from Him. And the fruit cannot get the life from the vine. The life comes from the vine. Our life only lives in Christ. And this is what 
what, what ends up happening in religion. We think we can live because we said a prayer. We need to be abiding. Abiding in Him. 